Hello, Tony Matthews with the stories making headlines in Sydney. Attorney General Mark Speakman says the pedophile who killed Sydney schoolgirl Samantha Knight will end up back in custody if he breaks any of the 56 strict conditions imposed on his release. The government is waiting on legal advice on whether it can appeal against Michael Guider's release tomorrow. The Supreme Court yesterday rejected a government bid to keep Guider behind bars for another year. But Mr Speakman says if the release does go ahead, it'll be under the most stringent conditions. We will be watching him like a hawk. Uh, He'll be told where he can live, uh, where he can't live. So he'll be living in a halfway house at the Long Bay uh, complex. He'll be electronically monitored 24-7. He'll have a schedule of movements that uh, has to be approved seven days in advance. A gym owner is in shock after her studio was accidentally destroyed in a demolition mishap on Sydney's northern beaches. Lily Mayers reports. Police say a large excavator was demolishing a two-storey building on Sydney Road in Balgowlie yesterday afternoon when it slid off a pile of rubble and crashed into the building next door. A large hole has been left in the building which has now been deemed structurally unsafe. Jessica Zakowski, who owns one of the businesses destroyed in the crash, says she's grateful no one was injured in the accident. I'd taken the day off work, so I was very lucky. The building is now in the care of the council and is expected to be demolished as soon as possible. Lily Mayers, ABC News, Balgaula. Two state government MPs angry with the Premier over the bill to decriminalise abortion have ramped up the pressure by threatening to quit the Liberals and move to the crossbench. Former Minister for Women Tanya Davies and fellow backbencher Kevin Connolly are both seeking substantial amendments to the proposed bill. It comes back to the Upper House in mid-September, but Labor MP Penny Sharp says it's unclear what influence the pair will have given it's a conscience vote. Look, those two MPs feel very strongly about it, but there's been a, str- there's been a big debate in the lower house that was passed overwhelmingly, and similarly in the Upper House it's been passed 26 to 15 in its first stage, so they're entitled to their view, but ultimately it'll come down to what individual MLCs think is right for the women of New South Wales. For more details on those stories, go to ABC News Online.